Yeah. So today I just want to preach about well I want to speak about um basically just making Jesus uh your the Lord over your whole life. I think that there's I'll get into it in a second, but I think that there's so many Christians around the world that uh, become Christians because they think that it's just a convenient life to live and well, I may as well become a Christian and then everything will be okay. Um, but I want to speak about what it actually looks like to make Jesus Lord of your whole life. Um, what that actually means. So I'm just going to pray. Uh, you know, God, I just pray that you'd use me today, that you'd speak through me today, uh, that you'd calm my mind, you'd calm my nerves. Um, yeah, God, that you would uh, use me as a mouthpiece of yourself. Uh, and God, that people would feel uh, encouraged and convicted today at the end of uh, the preach. Thank you, God. Amen. Yeah, so I've basically <laughs> written down like a bunch of thoughts. So I'm just going to yeah, be led. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly where I want to go first. So thank you, Jesus. Let's just read this uh, scripture from Matthew 4, verse 18 to uh, 22. uh, When Jesus calls the first disciples, this is what it says. While walking by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew. His brother casting a net into the uh, into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, "Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men." Uh, immediately they left their nets and followed him. And going on from there, he saw two other brothers, James the son of Zebedee, and John uh, his brother, in the boat with Zebedee their father mending their nets, and he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father, and they followed him. Um, I think I just want that scripture to set the tone of exactly what I'll be speaking about. Um, Yeah, as I just said before, I think that there's uh, such an interesting interesting thing that's happened in the church over... Uh, I don't know how long it's been, but a, a long period of time, how the, the westernized church has become a thing of convenience and um, also kind of more status, like I am a Christian, that's the type of person I am. Or um, uh, people see Christians and they think they just look like nice people, maybe I should become a Christian and then everything will be fine. Um, And it's kind of become quite in, uh, well, I guess the word would be selfish. Like you want to become a Christian because it's all about you. You want your life to be fine. And I'm sure that's none of you. All of you aren't selfish people and you're living for Jesus, fully for Jesus and not for yourselves. I know that's, that's true for all of you. Um, yeah, so I think that this is quite a good way to put it. Uh, let's just say there's a guy 
called Bob, and he's uh, an accomplished accountant. Okay, this is so. This is a Westernized, Westernized Christian, uh, um, like a typical Christian that you would meet today. Uh, so he's an accountant. He's got that on one of his boxes. He's an accountant. Another box. He's a father to three children. He has a wife. Um, he loves to play golf with his friends. And then in another box, he's a Christian and he follows Jesus. And all the boxes are separate. And it's, um, the boxes aren't allowed to touch each other. Um, so, yeah, the thing with that is Jesus is meant to be a part of all of our lives. And the reason we get to live is because of him. That all life flows from Jesus. And yeah, so I think the way that I would, if, if Bob was a um, real Christian, let's just put it that way, uh, he, this is more what he would say. Because, I'm a, because I follow Jesus, I'm blessed that, I can, that I've become an accountant Jesus has blessed me with a uh, wife. He's blessed me with a, a son, daughter. Um, and I'm blessed that I get to enjoy sports with my friends. And it's all because of him and it's all unto him. We always talk about do everything unto the glory of God. What does that actually mean? Like we actually have to do that. We have to live our lives fully for Jesus. Everything for his glory. Um, even when it feels weird, like it feels, well, this is not really glorifying God, but you can choose it to glorify God. So, yeah, like why not? Um, yeah, so basically like what, I'm, what I was trying to say before is people try, like people want to live a Christian life because they think that it's just comfortable. Um, they think, yeah. And the reality is, it's actually really, it's really not. Once you like, truly start following Jesus, he'll challenge you. And he puts you into places where you're always being stretched. Um, yeah. So, I, I just think that's not true. Jesus won't... Look, he'll, the, the thing is, when you realize who he is and who he is to you. And when, when I say that, like what his nature is, it's actually fine. You're okay to like say, okay, Jesus, you can have all of me. Because let's put it this way. The, the westernized Christian Bob will probably not be okay to, if, if God told him, you have to give 85% of everything you own to this charity. That, like, to, to anyone, that'll be challenging. That'll be hugely challenging. 85% of everything you own. Like, I don't think, like, I'd be able to do that. Like, that's really difficult. Yeah, I don't know much, but, yeah. Um, so, when you realize that, when you, when you really dig into who is Jesus, who is God, Jesus is the Prince of Peace, God is, he's, he's only, only good. Only good things can come from him. 
then you want to be governed by that. You want your finances to be governed by that. You want your whole life to be governed by that. that and you'll only want that once you truly know who he is. Um, so if I have to give 85% of everything away, I'm not doing it for gain because I know, okay, he's going to be good. I, I, it's fine. I'm doing it because he's so good that, that there's, there's nothing else that I want to serve than Jesus. Jesus is the only one that I want to serve. And if he says give 85%, I want to be in a place where I will truly be able to say, hey, I don't know why I'm saying 85%, 100%, I don't know. Um, yeah, so just know, I think that a huge key is just knowing Jesus for who he is. And that's, that's just going into the word like every day, like just learning who Jesus is and communing with him, being, being with him. It, I know sometimes it feels weird. You're just sitting there praying and you feel like no one's there. But he is there because his word says he's there when you're sitting praying with him. So, and I promise you, it'll transform you as you, as you do that. So just, just know that. Um, so I wanted to go back to the scripture now. So we've spoken a bit about what Christians might might think like today um, being kind of boxed in terms of like I follow Jesus but I'm like that's one of the things in my life it's not everything but look at what, what happened in the gospel when Jesus called the disciples uh, so he, he saw Andrew and Simon who was Peter um, This is back in the scripture I was in earlier. Uh, And he said to them, all he said to them was, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And there was no, they they just followed him. They was like, okay. And it says that they uh, left the the other two brothers. uh, Yeah, James and John left the boat and their father and followed Jesus. And to them, they were, fisher, they were fishermen. That's what, that was their identity. That's who they were. They left everything to follow Jesus. Now, <laughs> to translate that into our day and how we could be living is very intense. Because are we, as a people, prepared to leave everything? Leave our, family, <laughs> our families, leave our jobs, leave our... Um, our everything, all, all our lives, just to follow Jesus. And I'm not saying that that's what we're all called to do. I know that that's not what we're all called to do. But I think we all have to be prepared to do that. Yeah. I think that um, if we're truly living for Jesus and we've made Jesus the Lord of our lives, then that means that we should be prepared to leave everything for Him. And I'm quite certain that I I can say that probably no one in this room has to leave everything in their lives behind to follow Jesus. But I think that that is the intensity of our faith, that we have to be able to leave everything behind and follow Him. Um, Yeah. 
Yeah, so I think that the gospel is just such a um, great example of how we should be living this out. We shouldn't... Um, our lives are important and God gives us everything that we have. And that's the beauty of it. It's not... So when we accept Jesus as our Lord, we don't have to... This is all by grace. This is all by His... Who He is. We, um, yeah... Our professions, our family, it's all because of Him. Like Everything we have is because of Him. So we should be willing to give it all back to Him. Um, yeah, and I think that that is just really, really beautiful. Something that I want to touch on is just, I guess, why we should, um, why we should want to live for Him. I think like it's 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 easy to say like we should all just give up everything that we have to follow him but yeah I think everybody knows why <laughs> um but uh, yeah let me just touch on it anyway like he so what did Jesus do for us I'll just go to John 3.16. I know everybody knows this verse. But it says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Um, I think that that scripture is used so much, we've kind of watered it down. We don't like truly see what it is. What it's actually saying. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. That whoever believes in him. Should not perish but have eternal life. Now what other responses there to that? It's not that like you feel like you have to. Okay well he's done this for me. Let me give up my life for, for him. It's not that kind of response. It's like I, God gave up his life. His son, so that I can have life. The only response that I can have is to say, my life belongs to you then. I, the, yeah. So, yeah, we live for him. Our lives uh, belong to him. And the one thing that I really want to walk away, well, I want you guys to walk away with is knowing that God is Lord over all, like, all of your life. Not just like different pieces of your life, but all of your life. For me, the struggle this year has been really like, letting Him be Lord over the finances in my life. Um, it, like, that's not easy to like, let Him... Like, it's, it's easy to... Uh, easy, I don't know. It, for, for me, it's been easy to like, give the 10% to the church... Um, but then like that's letting him be Lord over 10% of my finances. I want him to be Lord over a hundred percent of my finances. Whatever I own belongs to him and whatever I'm spending is his decision and not mine. And I, like, that's just my personal conviction with that. But I think that that's something like if God is truly Lord over all my life, he should like have the same what I'm spending. 
Um, and that's true. And then something that I'm, I'm still working through is, um, like, you know, you get over, you, you like, get victory over, okay, I, I think, like, I've really got this thing. Like, he's Lord over all my life. But you really know, there's always going to be something else that you have to work through. And another thing that I've been working through is, like, I'm not married yet. I'm still single. And every time I start liking a girl or... Um, I don't know, like I feel drawn to someone or they feel drawn to me and it's a mutual thing. I, I really I hold on to that. I'm like, maybe this is, this is it. Maybe this is the one. Maybe I'm meant to marry this person. And it's kind of like I become Lord over that situation. This is mine. Like I want this to work out. I'm going to um, do whatever I can to make this work out. And that's a, like, it's a good thing that I'm like in there, like trying to make sure that it works. But at the same time, I want Jesus to be Lord over all my life. And I have to give that back to him. Like if this is not the one for me, then God, show me that. Um, If you want me to pursue this person, show me that. Um, Yeah, so that's something, like that's something that I'm still working through. I, I, I could probably, yeah, I can honestly say like that's probably not where I am. I'm not saying, God, like, fully, like, have, you, have your way. You choose the person for me. I'm, I'll submit this person to you, and you can, if, if they're the one, then great. If they're the not, then great. I wouldn't say if they're not, great. <laughs> That's not where I am yet, just, just to be honest. Um, And yeah, I think that there's so many different, like I've only touched on two areas there, finances and relationship. There's so many different areas in our lives where we can be constantly submitting, submitting that to Jesus and letting him have lordship over our lives. I think it's so important to um, make sure that he's lord over all our lives. Because, yeah, again, like as I said earlier, who else would, I wouldn't, yeah. There's no one else that I would want to be ruling over my life. I don't think I want to be ruling over my own life if Jesus can be ruling over my life. Yeah. It, it just makes sense to me. It's, it's so good to know that Jesus wants to do that too. He wants to rule over our lives. And, yeah. Okay, cool. I think, um, yeah, I think that this is just such a, like great way to start the year to to just be reminded like we really need to maybe tighten the the reins and um maybe there's areas where like you've kind of let jesus like not really be be fully in control of your life and fully uh have lordship over your lives there's there's i know for everyone there's areas where you've done really well and you've got Jesus is really ruling over you in these areas. But there's other areas I know that Jesus is not ruling. And I think uh, that just going into the new year, just to challenge yourselves and really um, let Jesus just take control fully and like take, take your life. When, when you pray to Jesus to become your, your Lord... You said, I'll give you all my life. 
So that's a decision that we have to make if we know that that's not true, to actually give everything to Jesus. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, so that's pretty much everything that I have to say. So I'm just going to pray. Lord, I just thank you so much um, that we get to call you Lord and we get to know that you are ruling over our lives. And God, where we have lacked to give you permission to rule over our lives, God, I pray that you would uh, just give us grace, God, and that you would... Um, yeah, you would give us the capacity to give that to you, that we would see where we're lacking and we would respond with just giving it straight to you. Um, yeah, Jesus, we thank you so much for your word. And uh, yeah, we thank you that you're speaking to us, Jesus. Thank you. Amen.